Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello, Louise here. So I know every time I have a guest on this podcast, I say they're a very special guest, and I'm sure you'll agree that they all are. But today we really have a special guest. It's Charles Commons, podcast producer extraordinaire. <laughs> Hi, Charles. <laughs> Hi, Louise. You okay? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for inviting me on. It's a pleasure to be on this side of it. You know, I'm excited to have you here. So just for everyone's benefit, Charles is the one who does all the hard work behind the scenes on this podcast. Uh, so let me say a big public thank you for all your support. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> and just as a side note, before we get into today's topic, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but when I was first looking for a podcast editor, I didn't know any. So I asked my friends on Twitter and about 99% of them instantly replied with your name, which shows the power of being known for a particular thing and having a really strong network. Yeah, it was uh, it was very uh, humbling as well. It was lovely <laughs> having all those people reply to me. And that's the first time that that's happened to me in such a big extent. Oh, uh, that's I've nice. I've had a couple of people here and there do it before, but to see all of those people tag me in that one thing was, was amazing. So it was a no-brainer to speak to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's kind of my attempt at a seamless segue into our topic for today, which is about cultivating a community specifically around podcasts. So I'm not sure we need to go into too much detail about how to start your own podcast. If anyone's interested in that, then, you know, there are a gazillion articles and YouTube videos and all the rest of it on how to get it set up. But I do think it's important to think about why you would want to start a podcast. And the community element is a huge part of that. But it's not easy. I can say that from experience. You know, podcasting is a great way to connect with people, but it is quite one sided. You know, here we are talking and people are listening, but we don't know who they are or what they think about what we're saying. It's kind of one sided. And Charles, I know you've had a lot of success in bringing people together through Mike's Podcast Club and your fan club for your podcast. It's all cobblers to me. Let's get a plug in. <laughs> so can you tell us a bit more about your experience of building a community around a podcast and why you think it's important? Yeah, so I started It's All Cobblers to Me first. Um, so that was September 2018. So it, we're coming up to four years now of doing that. And it's probably been in this last year, so the fourth year, that the community side of it has really taken off and spiraled. So uh, you're right, we have a fan club, which is basically my way of calling Patreon, um, <laughs> rather than it being so obvious that basically I want your money. Um, and it's a chance for people to support the making of the podcast, but also to then come in and actually be part of our smaller community of super fans. Mm -hmm. So 
we have a Slack channel and we basically have a, a place where lots of people can come and they can all chat and they can talk about anything that they want to. Most of the time it's around the subject that we talk about with the podcast. So that's Northampton Town Football Club. So the majority of them are all Northampton Town fans and it's just a place for them to come and, and have a chat about that side of things. But then with the added advantage of also having myself and then my co-hosts Neil, Danny and Chesy in there as well. So they can all chat to us as well as then hear us on the podcast on a weekly basis. So it's really lovely, first of all, to be able to have that feedback and, and have that constant engagement with the people that are listening. And these are the ones that are your super your real super fans. They're so engaged. They will never miss an episode. They will obviously put some money in to my pocket as well to say thank you for making it um and in return they get to have a chat with me they get to have lots of different content as well which is lovely for them mm-hmm. but it's it's essentially like having i suppose my number without actually having my phone number if that makes sense and from my point of view i get to hear their feedback immediately And do you think the community element has been a big part in helping to grow the podcast then? Oh, absolutely. I think that it's – podcast growth is really hard. So there's loads of people out there that will tell you of all these different ways of doing it. But actually, there is nothing better than that social proof of having people listen. Mm. So the fact that there are other people out there who will say, oh, I've listened to It's All Cobblers to Me and it was great – and basically what they're doing is that they're saying without using the words they're going and you should listen to and it's exactly the same when people put on say your linkedin posts for this podcast where they say really enjoyed that episode with i don't know dave harland or katie sandow or whoever it is that you've had on frankie and steve that was a great episode and people then reply to it with why they thought it was great what they took away from it so they're giving you feedback but from their point of view, they're they're probably just going, this is great. I get to now talk to you, the person that I'm listening to. Because I think as podcasters, a lot of the time we don't realize, and I don't think any of us really ever set out to be like that uh, and to be celebrities. <laughs> but essentially, that's what we are doing with ourselves. We're putting ourselves on this little pedestal and we're saying, you know, we are the voice of this particular niche that we're talking about. It wasn't, as I said, something that I actually wanted to do, as in that wasn't the reason why I did the podcast in the first place. And it's probably not the reason why you started 15 Minute Freelancer either. But what the podcast has done is given you an audience within your niche. So for you, it's freelancers. And for me, it's Northampton fans. (laughs) And now when people think about freelancing, they'll, some of them will think about you. And when people think about Northampton Town Football Club, some of them will think about me. And that's amazing and scary at the same time, because (laughs) obviously that isn't what we really did, did it for. We weren't looking to become famous in inverted commas we we just wanted to do something that would help people or that people would enjoy i think it's interesting because a lot of what you're talking about there you know people sharing posts on social media that happens kind of naturally people listen to it and they decide they want to share how do you kind of encourage that or how do you build a community in a more deliberate way you mentioned patreon and slack Are there ways to foster connections, not just between you and listeners, but between listeners too, in a more deliberate way? 
Yeah, so, I mean, it all comes down for me to the call to action that you give whenever you're doing your your podcast episodes and also any other material that you put out there that's there to promote it or is just part of it. So a newsletter, for example. Realistically, you should probably only have one call to action that you give at a time. And quite often for me, what that will be is come and join our community by signing up to the Patreon, becoming a fan club member. The way that I've been really thinking about how to word that and how to encourage more people to do it. And the thing that I think I've settled on now is to say, come and join other like-minded Cobblers fans who listen to the podcast in our community. Yes, you get added bonus episodes and yes, you get other little bits and pieces that I put out there as extra content. But the main part, the main thing that you get is to be part of this community. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, is that they all start talking to each other. We've had with the podcast, people actually go and meet up. So at football matches where I've not been going to them, they've gone on the Slack channel. They've agreed to meet at a certain place either before or during the match to then, you know, have a conversation and meet in real life. And that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. And they've done that all on their own, really, by just being part of the community. Do you find it challenging to get the balance right between giving people that space to grow, but also making sure that it's a, a safe and welcoming place for everybody? You know, how do you go about setting the tone and being a, a good community host or leader? So it was something that I thought about an awful lot. So with football, there are some quite toxic places online, whether it's message boards or Twitter or wherever. And I was really conscious that I did not want my community to have any of that. It was kind of the USP in my mind was that that's what we're going to make sure that happens. And I'm quite lucky in that I've only had one incident that I've had to sort of step in and and basically put a stop to straight away and just say, look, we don't do that here. I try to be nice and, and and just lead by example is essentially what I do. By doing that, that just shows that, well, this is how we behave in here. It is hard and it is the thing that I, when I first started it, I was constantly worried about. But I think if you're present in it yourself as much as you can be and showing the values that you want the whole community to have, then they just follow suit and it just happens naturally. I guess, like you're saying, that means you have to be available all the time in a way, don't you? If you're going to be able to step in in time to deal with something like that and nurturing community, it does take a consistent presence and effort. If something blows up, you need to be around to deal with it. So it's not really something that you can dip in and out of. So how do you make time and plan for that side of community building, community engagement? Oh, I wish I had the answer. <laughs> the same with everything, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. It's I another thing. <laughs> I'm very, um, I, I say I'm very lucky. I don't mean it that I'm lucky at all. I spend far too much time on my phone, right? It's something that I really need to get a grip of. But my the Slack, I've got the app, so therefore it's always there. I have my notifications turned on so I can see when people have posted. I am always present in it and I'm always available for it. So it's not really making time for it. It's just a question of just like if I got a WhatsApp message from a friend, that's how I treat it. So I don't reply to every conversation. I don't get involved in every conversation that's had in the group. 
I just reply to the ones that I think I've got something to add, like like I think we should all do, really, in, in everything. And I guess people might be wondering about that practical side of things. Are there any do's or don'ts when it comes to choosing what platform you're going to use to build your community? And perhaps that helps uh, manage your time in an effective way too, if you choose one that, that you actually like using. <laughs> I've talked a lot about Slack and therefore and, and Patreon for It's All Cobblers to Me, whereas with Mike's Podcast Club, which is a community for podcasters, we use the Meetup app and website. Now, as a community place, I have to say it doesn't really work, and it's a bit like Patreon for me. Like There isn't like a community on the Patreon site itself. The, the community happens in the Slack for the football uh, podcast, and for Mike's Podcast Club – the community is all over the place. <laughs> so we do have a Facebook group, but you can only come into the Facebook group if you've been to at least two of our events. So there's only a small number of people in there because only a small number of people are still using Facebook and only a small number of people are then actually coming along to two events and then wanting to come into the group. So we've got a small band of brothers and sisters, if you like, in there. You need to do your research on all of the many different places that you can house a or home a community and see what works with what you've already got. So, for instance, Patreon have a tie-in with Discord. Now, if I'd have been a bit more savvy, I'd have created my community on Discord rather than on Slack because it would have given a much easier user experience flow for people when they sign up to the Patreon, they would automatically go into the Discord through there, whereas mm. I had to create a post to say this is where the Slack channel is, and I still have to sort of go and send an email invite to new Patreon members, which is a bit more clunky than it really could have been. But I, I, I'm past the point now where I could move from being on Slack to being on Discord. So really look at all of the options that are out there and then look at what you're already doing and use the things that already complement what you've got. And then I guess you also need to think about what platforms your listeners or your community are already using so it's easy for them and whether you're wanting to have a, a kind of monetization element of it where people can support it or if you're focusing on discussion or what kind of bonus exclusive content you might be providing, all of that. It's a lot to think about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean, the one thing that I would do is you've probably already got a community somewhere. So whether it will be on a social media platform or it might be as, um, you know, an email list that you've curated. So ask your audience what they would like. And we're talking specifically about podcasts here, but the same principles probably apply to other uh, content-based communities. You know, if someone listening has a newsletter or a YouTube channel, then a lot of these same tips would apply, wouldn't they? Absolutely. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You you will have a community around it, potentially. Whether I mean, again, it goes back to using things that complement what you've already got so youtube has already got a great way of having a community because you've got the community tab a newsletter you can just invite people to you know reply to you um lots of different ways of doing it but it's essentially all the same principle 
Well, thank you so much, Charles. That has been really helpful. As you know, these are a lot of questions that I'm considering myself with this podcast. So I'm going to go and make a list and start doing some research and maybe ask the audience. So do let me know if you're listening, if you would like to have some sort of community element, what would that look like for you? What would you like more of? Do let me know. Go and find me on Twitter or LinkedIn and send me a message. So Charles, if people want to find out more about what you do, where should they go? Uh, yeah, so I'm on every social media channel going. Uh, I'm at Charles Commons um, on all of them, I think. If you want to come and listen to the podcast, then go to cobblerstome.com. And if you want to join the community of podcasters, Mike's Podcast Club, we run events on the second Wednesday of every month. They're online on Zoom. And we also do a couple of in-person ones as well. Just go to meetup.com forward slash Mike Pod. That's M-I-C-P-O-D. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And I think we're slightly over the 15 minute mark, but hopefully not too much editing for you to do on this episode. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you've enjoyed this, please do leave a review, share and subscribe. It's all free and it means a lot. Until next time, happy freelancing. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks and until next time, happy freelancing!